I'm here today with Linnell. She's a board member with the Arc of Adams County, and we are going to ask her a few questions so our listeners can get to know her better. Um, so thank you so much, Linnell, for being here with me today. We really appreciate you taking the time to do this interview. Sure. Thank you. So we'll start out with some questions that are just specific to who you are so our listeners can get to know you on a personal level a little bit more. So what are your hobbies that you like to do outside of advocating for people with disabilities? Um, well, I'm an avid reader, so that's where I spend a lot of my free time. I like um, contemporary fiction, um, nonfiction, anything to do with mental illnesses or dysfunctions seems to be my passion. Um, I'm also a hiker, so I try to hike as much as I can. That's great. I also love hiking, so definitely can relate to you there. Did you grow up in Colorado? Is that where you fell in love with hiking? Yes, uh, I am a native. Wow, I feel like that's hard to come by um, these days. Um, and our last question that is specific to you, what is just a fun fact about you that most people might not know? Well, I guess something that relates to being a native is that I'm actually third generation. Um, my grandmother and my mother both were born and raised at Georgetown, Colorado. Um, my great-grandparents came during the gold rush, and that's where our history started in Colorado. Wow, that's really interesting. Thanks for sharing that. So moving on to some more disability-specific questions. How did you get involved in the disability community? I have heard that you have a therapy background, so if you could just tell us a little bit about that as well. Sure. Um, well, the history goes back to um, in the 80s when I had gotten involved with, it was called Arc of Denver at the time. Um, they had asked me to be on their board because I had um, done some work in the field uh, early on kind of progressed from there. Uh, from there, I went into early intervention, uh, did some case management jobs. And during the time as doing case management, I really realized that the mental health needs of people with IBD were not being met. Uh, community mental health at the time did not feel comfortable working with this population. They often said they couldn't perhaps understand their speech or they felt like the individual wasn't benefiting. So I decided I really wanted to uh, make a career of meeting the needs of people uh, in mental health. Awesome. Is that kind of where you found your passion with helping people with IDD? Yeah. Um, actually, it was way before that. Um, when I was, I think, about 12 years old, my parents decided that they wanted to take in foster babies um, through their church. There were babies that needed foster care until they were adopted. So it was brand new babies that would come and live with them, um, sometimes for a month or two until the paperwork was done. And one of the individuals who came to live with them was my brother, Tony. Um, he came short term, but because he had a disability and they weren't really sure of the extent of it at that time, they um, placed him with my family long term. Um, we all fell in love with him. He was an amazing little guy. Um, but because my parents were older, the state would not let them adopt him. 
the restrictions you know, in the 60s were very strict about ages people could be to adopt. Um, and so my parents really had no control over his future. Uh, a social worker decided he would do much better if he were at the state institution. <laughs> so they literally ripped him out of my parents' home at the, about the age of six, and he spent a few years at Ridge. Um, and that's when I was you know, finishing high school, going to college, and really the family was heartbroken to see this wonderful young child uh, being placed in a setting that was so restrictive. He also lost so many of his skills. So when I was in college, uh, my first degree was in human services. And that's when um, I needed uh, to do a class called Survey of Institution. And one of the institutions that they actually was on the agenda to visit was Ridge. And my brother at that time um, had left Ridge. And when I was in that class, spending an hour touring the place, I literally cried the whole time. I'm sure the other students thought, what is wrong with her? Um, but I knew then we had to do something different. And in the process, my brother had ended up in a group home through the Ark of Denver, which it's the first and I think the last time the ARCs in Colorado ever got involved with doing group homes. But um, that's when I met um, a wonderful man named Bill West, who was the executive director there, and um, met him uh, because I decided I wanted to work at Ridge and I wanted to change things. And while there, met some wonderful people. Uh, long story short, we spent a lot of time with Bill West talking about what we could do differently um, in our communities, and that's when they started a early intervention program in Denver. It wasn't uh, related to the ARC, but with the ARC's help, that got started. And that's when I became very passionate about making sure little kids never went to Ridge again. Um, and then uh, that was the start of the career in this field. Wow, that's really interesting. I have never heard any of that. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, so you mentioned that you were involved with the ARC in Denver. How did you begin um, your involvement with the ARC of Adams County? Well, um, when I was at the ARC of Denver on their board, Linda Scathlin, our ex-executive director, uh, was an advocate there and got to know her. Um, and when she moved to Adams County, she asked me to be on her board. And that was, oh, I can't tell you how many <laughs> years, but 20-some. Uh, so that's when, um, and then I, I was working up in Adams County also. Wow, many years ago. Um, so how many years have you been a board member then? I think it's 25, 28, something like that. Round of applause for you. <laughs> That's great. Um, so what are some goals that you have for the ARC of Adams County as a board member? Well, having spent so many years here, you know, we've seen um, changes and progress, and I think we can continue to grow. Um, I think one of the um, things that I'm really excited about is having more of a social media presence, thanks to you. Um, I think that's something the ARC never really uh, spent a lot of time getting involved with. Um, so I think 
you know, continuing the growth that we are doing at the Ark of Adams. I think new programs have come up. Um, I've always um, had a passion for the, the intersection of transportation and people with disabilities. And I have a personal goal, but I think it's something that would have to happen through the ARC, is trying to get a person with IDD on the RTD board. They always um, have a representative of the disability community, meaning someone with a physical disability. But I think there's so much that could be learned on that board from a person who has IDD who experiences the frustration with um, Accessori, getting places on time. I met with a woman the other day whose son works at the uh, Children's Museum, and he can't get there with public transportation because they don't have a stop there, which to me is absurd. I mean, here's a place uh, families I'm sure would want to go uh, who don't have other transportation. Uh, the, uh, the aquarium's right there, too, so the fact that there are so many miss opportunities for people, whether it's to visit or in their job, that can't get there. Um, so I think that would really be interesting for them to um, consider having a person with IDD. Um, I also sit on the board of ARCA Colorado, and our board president right now is an individual with IDD. So we know it can work. Um, those people might need a little more support in that position, but I think that voice has to be heard in all kinds of areas. That sounds like a great goal. I have also heard from many people the challenges of transportation. Um, and to your point of social media, that is going well. We've gotten to interact a lot more with the community digitally, so that will keep growing. Um, good goal as well. So final question, what is your favorite part about being a board member with the Ark of Adams County? I think this is really a remarkable board. Um, like the agency itself, there's a lot of longevity. People don't just come and go. However, we do have two new board members who are bringing all kind of new expertise. Um, so I think that um, just being around these people gets you excited. It also gives you a front row seat to what's happening in the field in terms of policies and changes. And, and it's, you know, it's something that I can keep up um, what's happening in my brother's life. I, I mentioned him earlier. He's 59 years old, still a very active part of my life. So I learn a lot from just being on the board about what is available for him or changes there are in the system that, that affects him. So um, it's a great group of people. Um, and also, it's given me the opportunity to get to know the staff here. Having been on the board for this long, uh, the longevity we have with staff, um, some nice develop relationships have developed. Great. Well, thank you so much, Linnell, for being here. We really appreciate um, you taking the time to answer these questions so our listeners can get to know more about the Ark of Adams County and the people that are involved with it. Thank you for having me.